0: But it's just such a, it's just such a innocent yet dirty commercial. Like you think about it now, and you're like, they really were earnestly being like, how many licks does it take to get to the center? But I'm just like,
1: I giggle. Are every you time sure I you weren't it. corrupted like after that fact? Because to me, that's still an innocent commercial.
0: Uh, no, no, it's 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 totally dirty in my head.
1: It's I, reminis, it's my childhood.
0: Uh, well, I'm sorry, I'm gonna ruin your childhood, but like, fuck
1: you. I I hear I hear blowjobs every time. Yeah, because you have like a hypersexual brain since you were like ten.
0: Yeah, I do, and I'm not going to apologize for that.
1: Mm, maybe you should. This is not mm. a sex positive show.
0: Oh, okay. I, I <laughs> forgot that we were repressive on this show here.
1: Uh very. Uh, I believe the like tagline is prudish as fuck.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, um, you you know you you are like borderline asexual with your level of sex drive. Mm. It comes in waves. I. <laughs> <laughs> i would say like okay fair. fuck you fair that's like it's maybe it's not a borderline asexual it's just quite um low you're you're lower on the libido spectrum than some again with me and the goddamn putting everything on a spectrum
1: you have to always fucking create an economy or uh, spectrumize everything spectrumize
0: spectrumize it's a word
1: i like that word yeah no i like i don't know it's i i don't know i've never really was like yeah, sex. Fuck. I need a fucking tub everywhere. Like, I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I can't
0: I, even imagine you saying that. Like, that is so out of character.
1: <laughs> this is Intero Bang, the banter and bullshit podcast with a bang. I'm Quentin. I'm Mike. And today's topic adults need friends too. But first,. Uh, I think we have some supplemental tops to talk about.
0: We do indeed. We do have some supplemental tops, uh, which are.
1: Yeah, so my birthday's in a month.
0: And I'm I'm getting you a gift.
1: You're not getting me a damn thing. I'm getting you
0: a giant fucking glittery cake that is going
1: to explode and first, say happy birthday. First of all, you'd probably send me the fucking like bag of dicks, let's be honest. Oh my
0: god, I am so sending you a glitter bag of dicks
1: uh secondly fuck yourself thirdly you don't even know what my birthday is you don't it's, even know what my birthday is
0: it's it's roughly a month away so yeah i don't We're know still on another date
1: november third
0: eh. it's november something no shit because so. it's in november that's good enough
1: yeah don't fucking send me a thing no one wish me happy birthday mm-hmm. i hate my birthday bag of dicks I hate birthdays.
0: I think that'd be appropriate, a very shitty thing to get on your day that you don't like.
1: You shouldn't give me anything. Well, that's the whole point. That's I, I'm why just, I'm telling this is why I'm telling you and the universe, no one get me a goddamn thing.
0: Alright, so then it is a it is a gift to me on your birthday to send you a glitter bag of dicks.
1: And then I'm gonna return to sender that shit.
0: Okay, that's fine. Perfect. They taste delicious, by the way, those gummy dicks
1: um just saying did you say gummy dicks or gummy gummy dicks dicks?
0: (laughs) gummy dicks g-u-m-m-y
1: okay enunciate (laughs) uh remember about this not being that sexual we We barely five minutes in
0: i know what anyways moving along uh Uh, yeah so uh i moved into the city finally i'm Mm -hmm. um i'm talking from my uh improvised closet studio that i've got set up and uh Still unpacking, but, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm excited about that as my topic of the week.
1: How is it living in NPR's prime demographic?
0: Uh, It's amazing because I have a 30-minute train ride to work, and uh, all the gays are on all the apps around me. It's perfect.
1: Yeah, because this is where they go to retire from Boys Town.
0: Yeah, I'm okay with that because I'm a old man at heart. So, all right, if I can retire up here and get a dog and live out my gay retirement years, I'm, I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, then you should move to Andersonville.
0: I'm close enough.
1: Mm, Ravens Ravenswood's a little uppity,
0: a little uppity. Okay, fair. That's fair.
1: So next on the list, uh, listeners of the universe, all tell seven us of you, things. yeah, friends, Romans, countrymen, and women. <laughs> no one knows where that's from. Probably. I certainly you don't know where don't. that's from. No. God damn it terrible google it it's from a movie um let us know where else you'd like to see our presence for the podcast because we currently have a twitter yeah we currently have a twitter (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um we're not really on anything else right now because we're still you know getting started so i believe we're talking about setting up a reddit
0: yeah, we're talking about a Reddit. Um, I one thing though, uh, unless there's an overwhelming like ask for it, I do not want to go anywhere near Facebook.
1: Uh, yeah, that's that was my giant asterisk to everybody. Don't fucking ask us to go on Facebook because we're not doing it. Yeah, no, I'm good. We're not. We're not. We're not doing it. So I don't need any, to go on
0: the Olive Garden of social
1: networks. If I see someone send us something, I'm saying we need to make a Facebook page. I'm blocking you.
0: Oh, that's harsh. I mean, I would just I'm tell him, like, thanks, but no thanks. Like, I'd be No, I'm nice. blocking you from
1: the podcast. No, because at that point, your opinions are not worthy of anything.
0: Wow. All right. You just went nuclear on that, but all right. You know,
1: you got to fucking set a line. Otherwise, people will cross it. Hmm, okay. And the line is Facebook.
0: Okay. All
1: um, right. I think we, we also talked about setting up an Instagram.
0: Yeah. Instagram seems like a big thing.
1: So those are our ideas right now. If there's, I mean, there's really, there's nothing else. Like what other networks are there? There's
0: nothing. There's Pinterest. Yes, LinkedIn. we're gonna
1: have. Yes, we're gonna be the first podcast on Pinterest. LinkedIn
0: could be a thing. Um, there's Google Plus.
1: People do that. Ah, I had a Google Plus. You did. You loved your Google Plus. I did, cause uh, I was I felt very like alternative.
0: You did. <laughs> it fits with your hipster your hipster uh, identity very well.
1: Well, you know, I had the Android phone first, and it's like, oh, Google Plus. It's like, yeah when Google was hipster and cool and not like yeah. overlordy. Yeah. um,
0: Yeah.
1: But obviously none of those places. Like we're, we'll try those. Let us know where you want to see us so and then we'll just go there.
0: Could we go like, could we do like a vinyl thing and like go back to like Zenga or Friendster and just like one of those things where it's like purposely going back to old school just to be like for no reason at all.
1: You realize half of those places don't exist. MySpace still exists.
0: Uh, Okay. We could do MySpace. That could be a thing. Okay.
1: All right. I'm, I'm, yeah. Okay, guys, check out the Interabang podcast on MySpace now.
0: Interabang.myspace.com?
1: MySpace.com slash Interabang? I forget how they do the URLs. I don't know, but we're friends with Tom, so
0: that's a thing. Oh, my
1: God. Do I don't think anyone who's listening knows what MySpace is? Probably not. Mm, we're not, I'm not explaining it either. Nope. Kids Perfect. ask your parents. Yep. Uh, oh wow! Fuck! Are you insinuating we're old enough to be parents? Ah, uh, shit! We kind of are. Okay, real quick, I
0: Me- uh, okay physically, maybe not emotionally. Mm-hmm. Physically, mm-hmm. we're old enough. Uh, uh,
1: no, that's kind of young.
0: Yeah, and I feel like uh, we're it's, we're old enough. It's,
1: it's kind of young, but no, I was at uh work the other day, obviously because I work, and uh, I was overhearing a conversation about. Oh yeah, I was wondering how old you were because like my sister's like twenty five or twenty six or something. She has she has two kids. I'm just like, fuck that! Like I could not imagine being my age right now and having two kids.
0: I could not either. I could not imagine dealing with like life and kids.
1: Like I would be just a nightmare. I guess you I like know. I th- I think about it and I'm like I could probably have a kid and then it's like mm, it would be dead.
0: <laughs> well i don't know if i'd want you to have a kid just because i see how you treat your dog
1: no see the difference is kids can speak and dogs can't
0: well that's a good point point. and kids are kind and of ranking higher than dogs so kids you know.
1: have a level of cognitive cognitive abilities that also dogs don't hmm.
0: depending on the kid don't want to be a douche but some parents
1: your kid's not that smart and i think that's the parents fault yeah just saying. Uh, that has nothing to do with the lasting on the list for subtops. Um, we're also teasing a new segment since we're kind of in like a middle of a refinement, I would say. Um, more on that to come in later episodes. Nothing big is really happening and changing. It's like everything is pretty much staying the same. Still same same bat guys on the same bat channel. Man, I'm on it with the references today. Okay, Sure if you knew what that was probably don't i do know what that is oh surprising um yeah we're gonna kind of start focusing more on gaining stories from you guys um as regards to what we're talking about that week um so we're just teasing it now nothing really gonna come from it you'll hear more about it in later episodes when we actually tell you people to do things for us because that's what you do
0: Mm -hmm. apparently you're
1: sheep I mean, we're the fucking shepherds. If that's the case, which is scary, you should not follow
0: us for anything.
1: Um, follow me. I'll lead you the right way.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Just be careful, because I feel like I have like a a cult leader complex, where I would probably totally like set up some weird suicide pack shit. Would you?
0: Would you? Would you stir the Kool Aid? I I yeah. Hmm. Good to know.
1: I, I good to know. Maybe that's maybe that's like my failure aspiration. It's like if I can't do what I want to be in life, I'll just become a cult leader.
0: I mean, you probably could get a nice big chunk of farm about ten miles west of you that would be out in the middle of Bufu, and you could then you know build your compound on it. So
1: and you can literally choke on a bag of dicks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how about how about? The cornfield across the street—that'd be a great place to start.
1: You can literally <laughs> gag on cock.
0: I mean, okay, you're you're telling me to do things that I I might enjoy. So, no,
1: to the point you till you die. Oh uh,
0: well, I I would enjoy. Till
1: you stop breathing. I mean, and you are no longer a presence on this plane. Okay, thank you.
0: Now we're going on to the uh, meat of our episode, which is. Uh adults need friends too.
1: Hm. The meat. Huh. Yeah. Of a child. Yeah, um So this kind of came about just because it's I think very pertinent in this day and age. Surprisingly with all the social media and shit we have, people still don't have fucking friends. Like, it's just kind of bizarre, to be honest. Cause I myself can aside from you, obviously, I don't have any like friends of, like, my own that I can, like, go off and be, like, I'm doing things with my friends this weekend or something like that. Like, I don't have that. Not anymore.
0: Like, all right. So, like, not anymore. When you say that, expand upon that a little bit.
1: Like, are you,
0: you know, did you used to? Like, I guess what's.
1: I had friends out of convenience. And I think that's what I am is, like, and I've told people this, is that I am a very, I'm a product of my environment type of person. So, it's, like, when I'm in school, so when I was in college, I, did have tons of friends. People I hung out regularly, hung out with regularly, went and did stupid shit with. Went to Cedar Point. You know, did all you know things you would do with friends. Yeah, and probably the in the last. Well, I, I was still in school up until 2015, and I switched schools, which changed my friend group a little bit. From just because what I was doing is like I was in a frat lifestyle at my first school, so it was. All people kind of associated with that, sorority girls, people who just want to get drunk and fucked up all the time. Very macho bro kind of annoying bullshit. Yeah. And then I went to my second school and it was it's a small liberal liberal arts college and I was actually doing the things I wanted to do. So I think I befriended people on the basis of something more authentic to who I was and also to what I like my interests were myself. I had friends there and then and then, like, I wasn't a fucking loner, like, God forbid. I hung out with people, you know, when this is when I was living in the city. So, like, we, I was invited out, and, okay, half the time I'd be like, no, because I don't like leaving my house. But <laughs> I don't. Fuck, I don't. And, at, yeah. uh, at one point, there was the – I had two people left that I still talked to from my first school, first college, okay. and that was it. Two people. Probably up until last year, two years ago, there was a very large, I don't care, I'll put it on black. Uh, essentially, it, it. I discovered that as you get older, not only do your interests change, but kind of the things that you define as important in your life also kind of change. Absolutely. And when you think the trajectory you're going on is similar amongst your group of fin- friends and it's going complete opposite fucking direction, there's a little bit of strife that can cause.
0: Yeah. I mean like it doesn't have to, but yeah.
1: Uh well, we were very volatile people. So, like we were very hot-headed like the whole like my group and I and it blew up into a fucking Mariana's Trench of a rift between us. It, it eventually boiled up after we went on a trip um kind of like it was it felt like one of those like adult trips. It's like, yeah, we're like 25, 26. It's like, yeah, we're going to go Airbnb chill out by a lake and drink some beers and just hang out and stuff. And I was like, this feels like what, like, adults do in, like, the fucking movies and shit. It's like, you just chill out, hang, talk, Right before the, the axe
0: murderer comes in and, like, you know, stabs everyone to death.
1: Listen, the place we were at, I seriously thought we were on a fucking set for, like, Jason or something. Also,
0: I would love to see an axe murderer stab somebody because that's kind of a weird motion to swing an axe in. But,
1: anyways. <laughs> um, So, we we're just hanging out kind of like doing a little like friend get together bullshit and i think it was it everything kind of came to a head finally where i realized that the things that i believed in and held true to myself were not something that my friends also carried and shared so everything kind of blew up into the point where i'm just like okay sweet so you're a homophobic racist and oh, shit. we've been friends for how long and it, it, it's one of those things where it's like How can you claim to be friends and care for someone who's gay, black, lesbian, transgender, whatever, and then completely ignore the whole, like, larger picture of, like, oh, gay rights and all this other shit? And just be, like, completely minimizing it and not being supportive, in a sense? People can do that. Clearly, people do do that because it happened to you, right? Um. Yeah, but it's, like, you would think it's, it's... I didn't think that that would be the case because from the majority of my life, it's usually just been, like, I tended to, attra- I tended to attract very similar people.
0: Yeah, but I mean, As far as, like, beliefs go. I think it's funny because I think, like, college and that frat lifestyle specifically was a place where you were bonding over the experience, you were bonding over a lot of different things, and you didn't necessarily, like you weren't there because you all were finding interest in each other. You were there out of like convenience. Like you mentioned, like convenience relationship, child, your environment. It was less about each other. And it was more about the situation you were in.
1: Yeah. Well, let me clarify that real quick is that I did have deep connection. These people were actually like not part of that. That was just like my lifestyle and my experience. These are people I actually met outside of that. And then we just were like, and it was it was one hundred percent based on our interests, our personalities, our way, our viewpoint on life, and everything. So it was for me what I define in a friend is someone who just kind of gets all of that with me, kind of a thing. It's just mm-hmm. like it's effortless, and that's and that's what we and that's what my group and I had. It was just an effortless friendship. We just gelled on all the right things together, except yeah. when it came to this, and then it finally came to head when I wanted to confront them about it that. I was essentially overreacting or taking it too far when it's, like, I cannot sit here and just be, like, yeah, you know, my best friends are uh, homophobic and racist, but, like, they're still my best friends. No,
0: you had a fundamental dis- – yeah, exactly. I see your point.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that's – surprisingly, this fucking happened to me in high school, too. So it's, like, I guess I should have saw the writing on the wall, which is, again, why well, – I
0: mean, you did grow up in Virginia. Y- y- yeah. Just and saying.
1: the same group of people. Mindsets. Yeah. But, no, it's, like – in. Now I'm actually like looking back on it. It's like I guess I should have saw that coming. I mean, I I I guess I kind of took it as like, oh, I kind of felt I would be the one to like change their minds on certain topics and beliefs and stuff. But it's like, no, I felt like I felt like it did to an extent. I don't think I don't think it completely is like. It's not like I. Well, first of all, because I wouldn't be like, yeah, let's go to fucking gay pride parade or something like that. Because I wouldn't do it myself. But I also wouldn't expect them all of a sudden to be do that either. They were accepting of me 100%, but the understanding, the whole like political aspect of it was just not something they were willing to negotiate within themselves Mm -hmm. for my sake, which call it selfish or whatever, but it's like, it's that's just like the nature of the fucking beast.
0: Yeah, you was a deal breaker. It grew to be a deal breaker, basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. So that's, and, and, I guess what kind of set up that whole thing was I probably within like my sophomore year of college, I was like, I have all the friends I want. I don't need anymore. I, and I I repeated that like verbally to people. They were like, oh, let's hang out. I'm like, mm, no, I have my group of friends. People would try to penetrate the group. And I'm like, no, nope, you're not. <laughs> it's not happening. You're a fucking child. I am a child. And I was like, I'm not having this. I'm not having more people than I want to. Let into my circle because my circle is very small to begin with. Yeah. So I after I was like, I'm not having any friend any more friends. I was like, fuck it. So I think I've literally stuck with that for like ever. And I'm literally going to have no friends.
0: You might. I mean, like, so here's the thing, though. Like some people, I, I guess that fits to the idea of like, what's how many friends do you need? Right. Like, I don't think you need many. Like in my in my personal experience, I have. Well, let me think about this for a minute. I've got uh three including you, like three or four, maybe four good friends, right?
1: That you do stuff with and like go and do things.
0: Uh no, I mean like so
1: Well, maybe not now, like
0: But like let's so, so like like I've got you know, it's funny, my friend group was um I honestly don't remember exactly how it happened, but I, I sort of the four of us, we were the four musketeers in high school, right? And, of course. So the four of us were always pretty much together, and that was my friend group all the way through high school. And pretty much as soon as we we left high school, we sort of went our separate ways. You know, two of them stayed in Bolingbrook and – well, okay, fine. Two of them stayed in Brook and kind of became townies. Two of us kind of went away to college. Well, one of us went away to college, and then I did my junior college thing. Um, and then pretty much throughout junior college, I had that weird thing of – um the situational friendships, like where you are friends for the term or friends because you have a class together. Like I made really good friends with this girl in my art history class who I didn't talk to as soon as the semester ended. I made really good friends with another girl in my math class who I didn't talk to as soon as the semester ended. It was really funny where it was like I would strike up a friendship that was based around the situation, and we would be like, "Yep, we're gonna study together." And we would hang out and we get to know each other, and then like as soon as like the semester was over, it was like, "Yeah." we're good just sort of like fizzled out
1: i feel like i really didn't have a lot of that because i didn't fucking talk to anybody in my classes yes
0: yeah, so that's the thing is i feel like the more and more we've talked and more like i discovered last week is like i'm way more extroverted than i think
1: yeah uh, like i present extroverted like I have, a, I have my presentation is in is extroverted i feel not. like
0: i'm reversed my presentation is introverted but i'm actually quite extroverted because you have crippling social anxiety yeah well that's part of it i mean (laughs) it's not crippling anymore but it was but anyways uh no so i had the the junior college thing and it was funny really my like friend group didn't really get back together again until uh i went away to college and i met my my group of people that i hung out with and one of them is now who i would consider probably my best friend right he and i talk pretty regularly we hang out I would say three or four times a month, at least Um, I'm actually the best man in his wedding coming up. And um, you know, we do stuff, we sort of enjoy stuff together. And it is because we share a common set of interests of like, we just find each other funny. We can laugh, we can talk about things. And like, that's my one good, my one really good friend. Right. Mm. Um, And it's like, I've got, I've got that. I've got you. Uh, I have my other really good friend who she is my willing grace. I, Dated her in high school, broke up with her, and then came out, you know, the week after. Uh, And, you know, she is the one who is probably my most important person because we have this deal with each other, which I think is fantastic, where if we call each other, it is important, and we're having a meltdown, and we answer. Doesn't matter what time of day. She has listened to me at 3.30 in the morning, have a meltdown, and so have I. And we are like each other's sounding boards and we help each other navigate the, the shit going on in our head and ranting and sort of just sort of being batshit crazy because we both deal with depression, deal with our mental demons and understand it. And there's a lot of empathy there. Um, And, you know, so I have like this network of friends actually, I mean, that's a big part of why I moved back to Chicago from Houston. Um,
1: yeah, I remember you telling me that, and I don't want to toot my own a horn here, but I feel like I was influential in that decision.
0: Uh no, no, you weren't. Uh,
1: Maybe a little bit.
0: No, a tad. I mean, you were part of it. Yeah, thanks. Uh <clears throat> a little bit, but I mean, like, I mean, the bigger thing was the general. Like, I thought of it like I didn't have anybody to drive me to the airport. Right. Like, I had one person, but it was like I didn't have anybody to. I had no support network. I had people I talked to on the phone, but I had nobody that I regularly did stuff with. And I was like, I kept going home and seeing all my friends here. And I was like, why am I running away from my
1: network? Is that why you were always talking to me so much? I mean, other than a the little fact bit. That I wanted, not in like a, like you're desperate way, but I, I, I didn't really think of it that way. Now that you were like, you literally kind of had like no other people down there to like, Early on
0: when I was down there. Yeah, absolutely. We talked all the time because I had nothing else going on. It was just one of these things where making friends is really hard, right? Especially after college because you realize how convenient college and high school are to sort of mix everyone together, force people to have conversations and get people to know each other. That no, nothing else outside of work, but like, I don't know. I, I've never seen work. That's not true. Because one of the people I worked with in Houston, I consider a really good friend. So I guess, like, I have had that happen, but not often.
1: Okay. So then let's go um, into that. Like, <clears throat> I, mm, like, how do you do that? Like, how do you, like, for me, an example is, like, I am very staunch in, like, not making friends at work. Like, I'm, well, I'm here to work, I'm not here to make friends.
0: The jobs that I've made friends at, uh, was a small company, right? Was the three of us. So I guess it was more intimate and it was much more informal. Um, you know, the big companies I've worked at or the larger groups I've worked at, no. Like, my current job, I have people I'm nice to. I have people that I, you know, actually spend some time with maybe get a drink on occasion. But otherwise, I'm like, yeah, no. Like, I, it's funny. I don't eat lunch with everybody else. Like, I tend to like get into the swing of things and I will always find myself getting lost in my work by about 1130. So I always am like lunch at noon, like interrupts me. So I just take my lunch at like one or two. And so I just won't go out with people to lunch. And I'm like, that's fine. I'm not here. Like, like you said, I'm like, I'm not here to make friends necessarily. Like, I'm like, whatever, you know?
1: Yeah. I feel I, I, I'm the same way too, but it wasn't because of work. It was more just because I did not want to try to. I guess for me is like I knew I wasn't gonna stay at a job long enough, so why would I even bother? <laughs> you were just no, like, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, there's I not that I went into jobs thinking like, well, I'm not staying here long enough. It's like it at a certain point when I became comfortable enough to interact with everybody is when I realized I didn't want to be there. So it's like, why? What is the point of me like trying to develop such so try to type of connection with somebody when i'm literally never gonna fucking see you or speak to you again
0: <laughs> i mean you're again really pragmatic with it right you're like why am i gonna waste the effort if this is not gonna get me anywhere right? yeah well
1: because like i because i've been there where it's like i've like worked so hard to like develop this connection with somebody and then it just like fucking just ends i'm just like i wait to be it's, i wasted my fucking time why can't you just
0: enjoy it in the moment like, i don't value connections no, you don't. That's a good point. You don't value connections. I, va- I mean, like...
1: I, I value stories over connections. I value, like, in in person-to-person things. It's like, that's why, I like, going to concerts or, like, going to, like, bars and shit. Because it's like, yeah, I'll randomly strike up a conversation with someone there. And it, to me, that is, like, the coolest thing ever. Doesn't mean I need to fucking talk to you again or never see you again. It was just, like, that once-in-a-moment oh, yeah. spark. And But yeah. it's like, but I don't need, like, I don't need a, a connection for me to, like, be, like, feel valued or anything. Caveat that fuck work talk with um that is important to me when I am trying to develop a friendship.
0: But like, so here's another question, which is which I wanted to get into with this whole, uh you know, friends and things and especially the gay angle. So here's 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 the thing that I always find interesting with the exception of one person. Uh, all of my friends are men. Right. One one of them is a girl. One of them is a woman. And uh, they're all except for one gay. Like most of my friends are gay. Are you
1: serious?
0: Uh, Well, let's see. No, no, let me take that back. I don't think that's true. No, maybe it is. Like, my current group of friends. They would be the people that I see. Like, I have people that I see that I used to hang out with all the time, like, once or twice a year or three times a year. But I'm talking about people that I spend time with dated, like, week to week around here. Uh, No, you're right. Two are straight. One is gay. Two is gay. Yeah, it's it's 50-50. But like, I just always find it funny that like I don't have a lot of women in my life that are friends, and I always like I always joke to, I, do, I always joke in my head that I like need to find a lesbian friend. Um, oh God, just to
1: balance things out a little bit. Why but, <clears throat> balance? More like throw it off balance. Jesus. <laughs> okay then, but um, kidding. I like lesbians. I've never met a lesbian. Uh,
0: <laughs> you're the worst. <laughs> but like, I it's it funny like. Whenever I look on dating profiles or dating sites where they say just for friends or looking for friends and then, you know, have a picture of their ass in the air and you're like, yeah, okay. You know what's going on here. Just that funny thing of like gay friends, especially how do you navigate the, um, sex, right? The, the, the tension in the room or lack of tension or, or difference in expectations on it. Even. Well,
1: I feel like the th- I like for me and I haven't, obviously needed to try this is like if there was tension i'd be like just bang it out bang the <laughs> just tension bang out. it out just bang it out no because otherwise it's just gonna be there it's like if you just get it over with and you can still talk afterwards then it's worth it yeah i guess
0: that's a good point
1: like think like think about it actually i i think that
0: um the people that i'm good friends with that are gay are the friends that after i had sex with them i'm like well yeah we're good friends though and i just kept talking to them or like, dated yeah that's true too A lot of them are people. Yeah, that's anyways.
1: Okay. But see, that's the thing too, is I do remain, I remain friends with a lot of my exes. Uh, But see, I. What? You can't?
0: I do. Well, like all but one I'm friendly with. One of them, we just don't talk and it's weird. Like it's not weird. It's adversarial. Like I feel like there's a re, like we're rehashing shit that's like digging up every time we talk.
1: Oh, it's like Um, unfinished business or something.
0: Yeah, it's not even an unfinished business, but it's almost like we have a script that we fall back to that is. And we have nothing else. So, like, we always end up falling back to that script and then end out, like, talking and then end out attempting to fuck, don't fuck, and then say <laughs> we'll be friends, and then we start to loop over again. It's a terrible, terrible cycle. Are you talking about me? No, not you. <laughs> God, no. Just kidding.
1: No. Uh,.
0: A different person. A different mm, person.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, no, I feel like it's, I, I feel like a majority, okay, first of all, I don't have any, like, gay friends beside you. Really? Like, you're the, yes, that I would, that I talk to on a daily basis, yes.
0: That's unfortunate,
1: because I'm a terrible I don't, gay. I I, yes, you are, oh my god, you're the worst, apparently that's like my type or something, and like, that's what I attract, platonically and romantically, are like the bad gays.
0: Well, I mean, do we do we leather, wear leather jackets? How do you know we're bad?
1: You wear fucking jeans and t-shirts.
0: Oh yeah, good point. And
1: don't know the, how to match colors. And don't know how to do your hair or get a natural or get a haircut that looks good. Ouch, ass. I'm just saying. Some of my haircuts have looked good. Some, which is like two, <sighs> if that. No, it's like it's is. I feel like it's harder. I feel like it's hard enough to make friends as it is, A, and then it's B, you want to like dissect that and be like, I need to make gay friends. Which I feel like I hope no one actually has like this epiphany where it's like, I need more gay friends or I need more straight friends and goes in on a hunt.
0: Like a hunt for like a gay friend to be like, let's well, the whole like gay best friend fashion accessory and like, you know, then you're, uh, I've never watched, had um, that. You ever watched Sirens? No. Yeah, you did. The, uh, the I've show. Never watched,
1: um, I watched. A episode of it, and it was like meh.
0: The the show with uh, written by Dennis Leary about the Chicago cops. Uh, you realize the Chicago emergency people,
1: right? Uh, in a previous episode, I mentioned I hate Dennis Leary. I hate Dennis Leary when he writes things too. Oh my god!
0: Well, you need to watch Sirens because it has probably one of the best gay characters I've seen on television, because of the fact that he's fully developed, fully rounded, and it is a full picture of a gay man and one of the episodes is where he uh saves a saves a woman and that woman wants to meet him for brunch and then there's this whole thing about how he does not want to be like the gay best friend and I then i think i've seen that episode uh and it's this whole like back and forth where he's like look i want to be your friend but i don't want to be the gay best friend and then he's like well maybe i'll do brunch and maybe i'll take you shopping occasionally but that's it and then just, it's this whole thing but um you know you there's also that trope
1: you wish to be him oh no <laughs> not at all a little bit uh no because like I don't know how I feel like it's difficult like I said finding gay friends let alone like friends in general and it's like I have had the moment where I thought about like maybe I'll like go to a meetup or something and like find some like gamers or something but it's like all those things i'm so sorry this is terrible to say always attract that i have people that i don't want to be friends with
0: well that's because you're a judgmental person
1: yes i am i try actually no i try hard not to but it's like that initial like for me it's like uh, initially my guard is up to begin with and i'm just like mm, you said one thing i don't like i don't want to befriend you it's like to, to, it's to this point <laughs> now it's to the point now where it's just like so like, I'm just so, like, I have a set, like, criteria, and I feel like I probably shouldn't have that, but I also don't want to waste my fucking time, because I don't have enough, because first of all, if I'm trying to invest to a friendship, that means I'm t- I am have no, I don't have time as enough as it is, and now I'm trying to find this time to invest to a friendship and hope it becomes something.
0: Yeah, it's funny, like, I just, you view, it's like, you look at your friendships as, like, a zero-sum game. like. As in, like, if you have one more friend, that's more energy that you have to take away from something else to make that friend work, right?
1: Yeah, but that's, but it, but, but hold on, but is is that not true? I mean, I, I guess it's true for you. It's not true for me. I don't have time. I like, I like it. This is like, it's a finite thing. I cannot create time for someone if I don't have it.
0: I guess I do have that issue, but I also am like much more flexible. I don't know. Like, I just don't think of it as like a. I also don't get that many people wanting to be my friend that I, like, you know, hmm. don't, like, sounds, actively reach out for. Sounds you like know. a personal problem. I don't, I'm don't. i okay with that. I pick see, my but friends. Also,
1: okay, see, but now I'm not saying I'm not okay with it either. It's just that I feel like other people think that I'm not okay with it. It's the whole, like, being, it's like being the whole whole comfortable with silence thing. It's like, I'm beyond comfortable with not talking to anyone for an extended period of time. And it's like, I'm comfortable with not having, like, a person to talk to.
0: Which is funny, because whenever I'm in the room with you, we literally don't stop talking.
1: Yeah, because we're doing a fucking podcast. Okay,
0: fair point. Right now. All right, anyways. (laughs) But, like...
1: No, I... Yes, we have a a connection, because I've known you for, like, almost ten years at this point. Seven or eight. Like, eight or nine.
0: Okay, however long it is.
1: So, it was, like... There's obviously that connection still there. So, yes, I am comfortable with talking to you for a long period of time and stuff like that. But it's like if if it was a brand new person, I'm just like, I don't fucking care. It is to this point for me now where it's like it's almost like dating and I don't know how to do that. Yeah, it is like dating.
0: Making friends is like dating because it's the whole like sitting, doing stuff. That's always the thing that I, I love is like that's the one thing I'm kind of annoyed by is like I want a friend that I can go on friend dates with. And what I mean by that is like I want a friend where I'm like, hey, I want to go to a restaurant and I'll take you out to dinner like just because or like, hey, I want to go see a museum and I need someone to go with me. That's like and it's funny because like those things are like, you know, well, yeah, but you're like Quentin is raising his hand. hand. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but you're like 50 miles away out in Bufu.
1: What the Uh, fuck? Listen, now here's the shit that I don't like about that. Is that distance doesn't fucking matter when A, both parties have a car, and B, driving isn't that motherfucking hard. Okay.
0: Alright. Well then I guess I'm making a Trello item to invite you out to more shit now.
1: Okay, I didn't say you actually have to invite me. I'm just
0: like <laughs> See, exactly. You're like, oh wait, I didn't I didn't mean to actually make mean for you to do it.
1: I'm not volunteering, but I'm saying if I wouldn't be hurt if you asked me, do you want to take me out to dinner? <laughs> Listen, I'm a cheap bitch and I like free food.
0: I am soaking. Con- well, no, you'd fucking pay for it. Are you kidding me? I'm not. No, we. I'm just, not paying
1: for. No, I was like, friend- let's
0: go to a restaurant, and if you can afford dinner,
1: like- you said a friend date. I heard date, so I heard stuff getting paid for me. No, 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 I heard stuff getting paid for me.
0: Okay. Also, why is it assumed that you would be the one that? Why wouldn't you pay for me to go to dinner?
1: Because you're inviting me, and no, I'm driving no. out to see you.
0: No, that's not how this
1: works. That is exactly go how. Go Dutch. Works.
0: We go no. Dutch and we no. like split the food because no. that's
1: what happens. Or split the okay. check. Okay. You think that's going to happen? <clears throat> I'm going to sit there just staring at it.
0: I will dine and ditch your ass. I will leave you there. N-
1: no, you g- – th- fuck
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have anything to do that.
1: Okay, so how do we go about – or I guess how would you go about finding friends nowadays? Now? If for some reason you were like, like what would you like? What would you do? Because it's like I don't even know what to do. Like again, I live in the burbs, so I feel like it's a lot harder to do out here than if you're in a large city. Because when I did live in Chicago, I felt obviously that's the other thing too. it's like it is based on proximity. You yeah, know, it's like absolutely. if you're like when I was in the, in Chicago and like going to Boyce all the time, it's like I did see the same people every now and again. So it's like I developed a rapport with some of them. So it's like yeah, I could have saw something eventually budding from that. But yep, now that I'm out in and-
0: <laughs> sorry. I was just reminded of the time what? we walked into the Lucky Horseshoe.
1: Oh, and I abruptly turned around when when you and the other guy that was with us
0: both just stopped and were like, "Oh," and then just literally like looked at me and were like, "We're not doing this." And both of you just walked the fuck out. Yeah, because you fucking <laughs> duped us. I did not. I told you exactly what it was when we got there. You, like before when we, we got, got there? there, yeah. Before we, we got there, I told you like well, on the way. I'm like, by the way, this is this is definitely Mike. a go go bar. And you guys it were was, like, okay.
1: It was literally across the street from the diner where we were eating. And you're just <clears> like, yeah, let's go to this bar. I didn't hear the words go-go or anything that would have been a red flag to my oh, yes. fragile fucking body.
0: Oh, my God. You were not fragile, one. And two, you totally did.
1: No. You no, talked I, about it
0: in the restaurant. Yeah, but I was ex- not expecting, like, full-on, like, no. They were. They had jock straps on. I was innocent
1: then. I was, like, 23.
0: I, for a fact, no you were not.
1: That was my first gay bar that I walked in and out of within five minutes.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Anyways, qualified that statement. First gay bar that you walked
1: in and out of in five minutes. Right, and didn't get a blowjob or anything. So I really felt gypped. Isn't that what's supposed to happen when you go to a gay bar? Your first one? It's supposed just, to be just, like I'm just glitter and here. rainbows and blowjobs?
0: Uh, no, no, it's not just glitter and, and blowjobs and gay bars. I mean, well... Yes, I haven't <laughs> been to many gay bars, so couldn't tell you. I'm kind of bad at
1: that. Okay, so now that you're in the city, are you going to start going? Are you going to start trying to expand your network?
0: No, my network's pretty good. I'm actually pretty happy. I'm closer to some people. I'm farther from others, but I feel like my network's pretty good. I'm happy.
1: See, okay, now that's what I was going with that, is that because I live in the Burbs, there's a lot more effort involved in that, where it's like, I just can't go to like a random-ass bar or like the awful suburban gay bars, because they're all terrible. 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 And it's like, if I was just looking for gay friends, it's like, that's pretty much impossible to do out here. If I'm looking for just friends in general, yeah, I could probably do that, but it's like I don't have, like, that experience to, like, no go no. out and, like, do any of that. So, it's like, for me, it's, like, it is, it, for me, it's difficult, and I think for a lot of people, it's difficult, and even in, like, this day and age of, like, dating apps and social, and, you know, all the social media and stuff where it's, like, I've, heard a lot of people who are like oh yeah we met on tinder and we're friends now or stuff like that i'm like how and and i'm not like shocked by that by any means i just don't i'm just like that's cool because the intention was that you were dating or you were hoping to start dating or some or have sex something and then something else came out of it it's like yeah you some people can do that i just can't
0: i don't know i mean i guess sounds like i mean i guess like it's a bit of a doth protest too much. You're saying that you are good with not having friends, or are you saying that you're wanting friends but you don't know how to find friends?
1: I get to the <clears throat> I get to a, a a point where I feel that I feel like I should have friends, and then I think about actually trying to do that, and I'm like, no, it's too much work, so I don't care.
0: Oh well, okay, then you just should stop like trying to measure yourself against society's expectations.
1: Well, no, it's not society; it's mine. It's like I like I feel like. Because, like, I just look back and think, like, oh, well, I can do this and that, you know, just, you know, fucking go, I don't know, like, wine tasting or something like that. I'm like, yeah, let's just go and hang out and what?
0: I'm just wine tasting? Yes.
1: (laughs) That's what I do. I This is what us rich people do in the burbs. We go wine tasting. I
0: I, want to go wine tasting with you just because... I can't see it. I can't. I don't know what about it just doesn't make sense to me, but it just seems like a hilarious position for you to be in to be wine tasting.
1: I have probably done it like more times than I can count. Seriously? How yes.
0: Why not? This is like your love of Star Wars where I can't understand why it's a thing.
1: Why can't you understand me wine tasting? I like wine. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't see it. Listen, I'm a sub- I'm practically a suburban housewife, so I think I have to like wine.
0: You are, You are a suburban housewife. But it's like, yeah,
1: exactly. But it's like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, do I feel like I need friends some days? Yes. And, but I think my base is that my baseline is like, no, I don't think I need friends.
0: I feel like friends are important to me. I feel like I need a certain, like, like I need, I need a friend or two. Like I can't just be on my own. But like, after I have like a a core group of close friends, I'm good.
1: See, maybe that explains why I'm a serial dater. Or as you say, serial monogamist.
0: That's because that's what it is. But go on. No, it's because it's
1: it's like that is instead of me befriending people, I just get into a relationship with them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think that might be thing. That might be like you just are like you kind of are like, well, I could date them or I could be friends with them. But that would mean I'd have to figure out someone else to date. So I'll just
1: date them and be friends with them. Yeah. Is that that's more the convenience and like proximity thing, isn't it? But there is e- but there is effort involved with that when you're dating someone, so it is kind of like befriending them. They just get to add the sex and romance.
0: Yeah, that's what most people would call, yeah, dating.
1: Yeah, but it's like, how do you – now, how do you date a friend? How <laughs> you, do don't, you, remo- you don't date a friend. No, no, like how do you like go – like how do you like go on dates with – for friends? Like how do you remove that and like – it's it's just so like just – it's such a weird concept. I think nowadays, like for like, we're are millennials that fucked up that we don't know how to interact with people.
0: Uh, yes, I think we are. I think the fact that like, I can't tell you how many millennials have have uh, like, God, I'm a millennial. All right. I can't tell you how many people will text like texting has replaced the doorbell, right? Yes. Right. And I do that. People like don't know how to do that where they walk up and ring a doorbell. How often do you have people? Have you shared a phone line with anybody in the last decade? Where someone calls you and they have to be like, oh, hi, so-and-so, is Quentin there? Uh, no. Yeah, nobody has shared a phone line. Like, all these formalities of, like, interacting with people, like, now that you can fucking stick your headphones in in the the subway and just look at your iPhone, you don't have to talk to people, I mean, it's just, it's It's I feel like millennials, yeah, but I feel like millennials, (laughs) because of that, are just inept at, like, this social work of, like, hey, by the way, you know, they did a study they did a study a couple weeks ago talking about how they measured the happiness of subway riders, and they did a test of uh, telling the subway riders to not talk to each other, be normal, and do whatever you would do normally, and talk to each other. They sort of did these test groups, and they yeah. discovered that the people who were the happiest were the people who talked to the other people on the subway.
1: I know, I believe that. Like, I do. I, I feel like I'm in, when I'm in the mood for it, I will totally chat up a, str- a stranger and just have like a full on conversation. And again, I think it's fun and I enjoy that as like for what it is, but I don't like I don't need the fucking connection.
0: Yeah, I just think that you are yeah, I think that uh it's just a little different. I'm I'm okay with the connection. I'm I don't I don't like seek it out, but I don't see it as like I don't know. I think the threshold I think the threshold for me is lower of like willing like like the willingness of me to jump out there and do something is lower than it is for you. I feel like you're just like, oh, "I'm good."
1: Yeah, and I think cuz that's what I said, that's like my default is like, "Eh." I don't yeah. like. Do I need to really do this? No, I don't. It's fine. I'm I'm okay with myself. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. I'm, I'm never o- okay with myself. That's probably, probably the problem.
1: Facts. So I guess this is I guess Ask. interesting. I'm just saying, uh, to kind of round it out. What would you? It's it's almost like what would you look like for like in a like a boyfriend or something like. But, like, but in an like adult friend, what is it that you value and what is it that you could, would be like? What would be like your ideal adult friend?
0: Well, I don't think they're like, I have like five different types of adult friends. Like, so like
1: for me, this is where we differ
0: for me. I have an adult friend that I want to nerd out with that shares common interests with me. I have an adult friend that lets me like, I can call and sort out my deep, my life and divulge my deepest, weirdest thoughts and secrets and, you know, figure it out and sort of throw my brain out on the table and like dissect it type thing. Uh, And then I have my friend that I, like, go around and do shit with. That's, like, my friend where I'm like, yep, we're going to go to, you know, this random event or this podcast episode or something. And I have those. So I have different friends, but my ideal friend would be somebody that I enjoy spending time with, right? Either I'm enjoying spending time with them or they are – our relationship is furthering me on some path, right? It's developing mentally. It's developing me whatever socially. It's developing me professionally, right? Like, you know, one of those three things.
1: Wow. Okay, so that explains a lot of things. Like, interesting. Like, your barrier is a lot lower, but you're. I feel like you attribute more.
0: Yeah, I have idea. higher expectations, and I I do see more value in it. I think.
1: Yeah, because I think for me is it's pretty simple. I think not simple, but it's more for me. Like, my ideal friend would be someone who we share a lot of interest together, mainly around either like music and movies. Something that like is like core to me, you know, wanting to go to shows and like also being able to bullshit around and then have those serious conversations at like two o'clock in the morning about nonsense and just like go down this rabbit hole. Like yeah. that's that's it for me. Like that's that's it. Like I don't care if you like. I don't need you to like fucking g- help me grow developmentally and like fucking my career and like like I don't need I don't need any of that because that's not for that's not your place in my life to do it's like that's all stuff that i influence i need a person there for i need i i need a person there who is like can enjoy the things that i enjoy because i like sharing that with other people and who maybe can introduce me in something different but i like having this like mutual this very large mutual understanding on a lot of interests yeah and you know just nerding out about that yeah Uh, i'm taking friend applications if you want to be my friend, if you, you need to like music a lot and movies, like yeah. indie punk rock shit.
0: <laughs> you, also, you also need to really enjoy drinking pumpkin spice
1: lattes. Fuck you fucking fuck.
0: And I think uh, that is time for us to turn to our, our questionable excitable for the week, unless you have anything else. Fuck you. I'm going to take that as a no. So Quinn, what was your uh, what was your questionable or excitable thing or both for the week?
1: Um, honestly, did I go first last week? I don't know. I'm ah. not paying attention anymore. So I'll start with my questionable thing. Um, this was earlier in the week, and this is like, I didn't tell you this, and this is all just like in my own head is my questionable thing was thinking that we needed to change this podcast to match some expectation that doesn't fucking exist or matter. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I just had, like... I was in, like, a weird position on had, Monday. Had, like, a crisis
0: I, of confidence?
1: Yeah, and also I was high on fucking medicine and, like, still sick. So it was just, like, this combination of, like, I don't feel like we're performing as well we as we need to be. And I think we should change things to, like, match what everyone else is doing. So I just had, like, this, like, large lack in <clears throat> self-confidence, which I never fucking have, obviously, because I'm so self-confident. So, so I don't know. I just... I just felt like that was like a like like shut up, Quentin. You're fucking stupid. Like moment. Like, I it don't know. that sucks. No, but yeah. I mean like
0: I I've been I've been uh, okay.
1: Um. And then my excitable, um, was the conversation we had. This is two things about the podcast. Surprisingly, really. You tell you can tell my life is absolutely riveting. <laughs> um, about the conversation we had was like a week ago about like our goals around the podcast and like how we mm-hmm. want to like grow this together. It's yeah. like. That was just such, like, a – and that's, like, the thing. Like, that's why we get along so well is, like, because we are on the same wavelength about a lot of things. Absolutely. And we just have this, like – we're not yes men, but we look at things both critically, but we also have this shared vision without actually ever saying anything. And that's, like, the my probably, like, number one thing I look for in people is, like, are we on the same wavelength? Do we share a – do we share the same vision about something, and are do we both – envision ourselves reaching that and how we're doing it. And it's like, I just enjoyed the fuck out of that conversation and just being like, you know, just, you know, imagining and dream boarding all of that shit. That
0: was fun. No, I mean like that would probably be my excitable. Um, It's funny that like that came and faded for me. And like, I'm, it's funny, like those things, I don't know if it's an ADHD thing, but like they're there and I'm super excited about them. And then they just sort of like, that moment fades, and that I don't perpetuate that motion unless there's continual, like, it's co- I bring it back and loop it back, or there's something that's always feeding back to me to be like, Oh, yeah, this project I'm doing. Like, I was excited about it, and I remember now, and I'm excited about it again. But, like,
1: see, that's what, like, keep hold on to that. Like, that's yeah. like, that's what I like. That's why I don't I like connections. I like moments. It's like, yeah, that was just a moment that was just so, like, yeah, perfect. And, like, yeah, I look that brought me out of my like weird ass, like, questionable moment of the day no that's good i'm glad i'm glad that did um so yeah what's uh was that your excitable
0: uh my excitable was well my excitable really was just uh uh finally getting into my wood shop i finally got the keys to it and uh i'm already making plans for all the furniture i'm gonna build in my apartment so i already have like i i love new new spaces because they're like a blank slate and i'm thinking of all the things i can do with it So I'm already looking at like all the shelving I want to build all the stuff I want to design. And so my excitable thing is that like I'm letting my creativity uh, sort of, you know, fly and letting my creativity build. And I'm trying to like see where it takes me. Um, I don't think I have any question. I don't think I have anything questionable this week. I haven't done anything questionable. Surprisingly, I probably have.
1: Are you sure about that? I probably
0: have, but I don't know what it is at the moment. So I'm going to, you know, pass on it. Do you have anything to rant about? Instead. Uh, i haven't ranted about this yet but i might as well just put this boilerplate rant in here
1: and you get one minute literally starting meow all
0: right one thing that drives me up the fucking wall and this is unrelated to anything is any designer who designs any app that uses an interface on a tv and puts an alphabetical keyboard in it like Everybody uses a QWERTY keyboard. That is a thing that is an established fact. And you know what? It costs you nothing to rearrange the visual keys in the screen to be QWERTY. And that's my problem with it is it's like literally this was a design choice that cost you nothing. And you had, you could have done just a little bit of thinking and done it and you didn't. And you made us fucking figure out how to type on an alphabetical goddamn keyboard when everybody knows QWERTY. And it is my thing that annoys me every time any product has a virtual keyboard that is alphanumeric, it immediately gets like downrated by like 500 points by me. I'm like, nope, nope, fuck this product. Fuck my Roku because it doesn't have that.
1: Yeah. And time. And time. And by the way, everyone, that was a new segment we're going to start introducing where neither of us decided to have a question more excitable. We need to rant about something for a minute because I feel like we could probably, I've heard people like our rants. Oh, so. really?
0: That's not or surprising.
1: So Specifically, mine.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
1: Cause I get um, heated and call things names. Yeah, you do.
0: You get you get intense with your rants.
1: I fucking you. Um, um. Yeah. So, uh, is that it? That's it. Roll credits. But actually, before we roll credits, I'm gonna change it up a little bit. Um, we're gonna have like a, I'm gonna have a little call to action here. Um, so everyone, listen really closely. Turn the volume up. Lean in. If you listen to this episode, and it's from a social media post, please repost, comment, retweet, repost whatever this. it is on that platform, so we know that you're retweet. listening. We just want to know our audience. We want to know Get who to know us. you are. so t- And tell us what you thought about that episode. Tell us what you it's, think. I made this plea on the last episode about please. people who personally are reaching out to us. We love you. We adore you. We love you. But for the love of God, like use social media for what it is. Fucking tweet us. Now, let's actually roll credits.
0: Oh, just just for the record, I I was whispering snarky things into the mic that you probably couldn't hear, so you
1: just have to listen to that later and see if you want to interlace that. I heard every bit of it and I'm cutting all of it.
0: You're just going to mute all of that. You're just like literally going to of- be like
1: I'm going to see <clears throat> my section where I'm talking and see your fucking track and just fucking mute it.
0: This is why. No, I'm too lazy to edit things. So I'm okay with yep, it.
1: See, exactly. That's why I do everything.
0: Yeah. Roll credits. Roll credits.
1: Thanks for listening to interrobang chat with us on Twitter at intero podcast, or send us an email, send us something at intero at gmail.com. That's I N T E R R O. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, various pocket podcast, various podcast listening apps and devices. So, if you have it, you'll probably find us. And then rate us and review us on there. Uh, let us know what you think. With that review or just rate us. If you don't feel really like saying anything cuz I know it's it's, you know, hard to let the universe see what you think about things. So, do those things and we'll we'll I don't know. We'll send you something. Sure. We will, yeah. We'll do that. We'll send you stuff.
0: We'll send you things. Hey Mike. Hey Quentin.
1: Happy National Pizza Month.
0: National Pizza Month. Oh my god, I need pizza now.
1: Yes. So, Sweet. that's it. I'm not There's no other holidays. This this there's nothing else that matters. The, rest pizza, of the month. Month. Yeah, no, pizza Month. Yeah. It's Pizza Month. It's Pizza Month. <laughs> Besides Halloween, that's the only thing that matters excuse me
0: we're not even are we gonna are we really gonna put this on mic for this one
1: no we're not because you're done like i don't care what you say now if you don't like halloween okay get off i guess pod- we're done get, get off this podcast i guess we're done bye, bye.